What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 103, the number one General Hux fan cast on the internet. Now I have my mic near me for a reason. I It shocks me every single time I touch it. I can attest to this. This is a fact. So we're going to... Will, you have to hold my hand. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, ter <laughs> I'm terrified. Okay, okay. We're good. All right. We're good. We're good. All right, we're good. It uh, before yeah it shot so we switched out the surge protector because it wasn't even plugged into the computer it was plugged uh, we think the surge protector was old or i think the surge protector was old i'm all staticky took you, off my sweatshirt yeah i'm always static you are i'm just very a hairy man. mess yeah. just a big ball of static but all i'm the time. hairier than you and i'm less staticky than you i don't think you're hairier than me i think i am not anymore well, up here, maybe no, but like... I think it, this compensates for a lot of the rest of it. It might. You got a lot of body hair I got, on, yeah. Right? From like here down... That's not to say that I don't. But... Right. But... I but mean, I mean, you look like, you know, a teenager under that shirt, whereas I live up I to mean, my I mean, comparatively. Yeah. Comparatively. But trust me, there's some stuff going on here. <laughs> well, I'm drinking Salaway coffee. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I'm drinking... Sleigh ride. Out of Sally, uh, I think I'm sitting on the remote this this uh holiday spice cold brew i don't know what the hell's in it but you can definitely taste the holiday spice whatever it is so there's no milk yeah but it is sweet yes there's some stuff going on in here yep. and it is really really good and i am drinking out of a sailaway coffee mug and if you like either of these you can get them at sailawaycoffee.com and use the promo code is it wolf or wolf den it is wolf just wolf use the promo code wolf to get 10 percent off your purchase it is very this yes. stuff is, I'm, I'm into this i went to yeah. their holiday party over the weekend and i said give me this <laughs> and they did took a little long to give it to me but you know what yeah eventually got, got it. it i'm happy it's good what up guys oh a thank you to where'd he go uh ashley ashley mercado i believe thank you i uh, thank you so much for yeah. being our new sponsor i'm surprised it didn't make a sound but uh Probably because we have the Star Wars metal going. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I'm going to say it's that. You might also notice underneath me uh, is the Discord chat for sponsors only. Mm hmm So, there you go. I, you can see my hair attaching to the chair. <laughs> so, next time I touch this mic, I'm just going to get blown away. Yeah. What up? Uh, I'm not going to say your name because it's, it's an allegory for Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Ugly Puppy, Cole. Uh kid cash hello everybody and hello shade. anyone and everyone who's joined us today mr uh, brock a rock bob before we begin what what do you have to do um well we like to eat I don't food like here i don't like this well already. no i don't like this face no no no. Going on. no 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 it's not bad i got us some uh hershey's gold Ooh, to try what is on this? the show this is so it's a new hershey oh thing. peanuts and pretzels peanuts pretzels and i believe is there yeah caramelized cream in here this was at 7-eleven so i just picked it up this was there and i figured give it a try because that's what this show is about eating food and general hucks <laughs> all right then. oh it's salted yeah oh, that's very, a weird, oh it's actually salted. that's a weird pattern yeah if you look in the back it shows like the shape that's a weird pattern yeah you gotta zoom in or I'll something just do that Yeah, that's the shake off piece yourself. You want some of this? Yeah, just break it up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Ashley likes your beanie. Thanks, Ashley. I like this. It's very good. Very good. 
I would get that. I would get that. Yeah. Um. If I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Sweet meets salty, creamy meets crunchy. The Hershey's Gold peanuts and pretzels available at your is, local Seven Eleven. It's definitely vanilla. I mean, white chocolate. Oh yeah. Uh, but peanut butter flavoring mm-hmm. and a lot of salt. Yeah. Well, it's kind. Of, it's kind of. It's like a hint of caramel in there, mm. or caramel, if that's how you pronounce it. I think that's just them trying to get the peanut butter flavor. Mm-hmm. How is this for a Star Wars spoiler cast? Yeah. Um, I'm double checking to make sure. Okay, people are able to say Star Wars words in the chat. Okay. For a second, you weren't able to say. I I still had Star Wars words banned. Um, but we're good, guys. We have to talk about Last Jedi because we both saw it. We do. Uh, opening night. I very much enjoyed it. I love the hell out of it. However, I had a lot of problems with it. I want to spec. I want to say I can't. Uh, I I can't stress this enough that I really liked it. It was a very good movie. Yes. I am going to say things that are very negative about it, but overall, it was a very good movie. Okay. I'm gonna get that out of the way. I'm gonna touch my mic again. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm gonna bring it a little closer to me. Uh. So, it, it was it was great. Yeah, <laughs> um, a lot of people had issues with. Uh, there was a lot going on. There's there's a this is a very divisive movie. Surprisingly divisive, I would say. The, the the first thing I saw coming out of it was people saying that uh, the Force Awakens was too uh, similar to A New Hope, and yes. the, this one is too different now. All of a sudden, yes. I don't think that's. I don't think the Force Awakens is too similar to. I, I see the parallels. But uh, yeah, I, don't think I think it's a problem because I think the Force Awakens used any parallels that there were in order to reintroduce Star Wars into not only a new generation of fans but reintroduce it to the old generation who may have been, you know, disillusioned or you know disenfranchised with the series after you know all the prequels and nonsense right. went on. I also so. rewatched the Force Awakens, which I never do. I never yeah. like, oh, so. I don't have any. Wendy's girl with the two dollar Canadian super chat. Luke Phasma, Snoke die, BB eight hijinks, and oh asshole! Oh, you just spoiled everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this was a spoiler cast. Yep. Uh. Uh. So also, we'll get to one of your things in a second. Yeah, we're gonna get to all. Of this. Yeah. Um. So I rewatched The Force Awakens. It was. It's a very good movie. Yes. Uh, I, I I really liked that when it came out. I think I, uh, I was harsh on it, just like I'm going to be harsh on this. But again, I think it's a really good movie. Yes. Uh, I don't. I didn't think The Force Awakens was. Uh, I don't think it's too similar to A New Hope. I, I I think it's similar enough. Yeah, I think you know. I also don't think this movie was too different. No, I think it, it just does new things. Yeah. That people probably weren't expecting. It takes yes. characters in different directions. It doesn't, not that it doesn't answer some of the questions from the Force Awakens, but the ones that it, the questions that it does answer, aren't answered in the way you think they're going to be answered. Right. So I, I just, I just think that, that that's the thing. I think most people's problem with this movie, with the people who had a problem, is that they were disappointed that it didn't live up to their expectation, which right. was their crazy fan theory. Yeah. And that's my problem with Luke, and it's the same problem that I had with the Force Awakens. I came into it expecting there to be some Luke badassery and I was disappointed. Well, you, you kind of get it, but you yeah, get almost. it. Yeah, almost. And I was at, 
I was when it was going on at the end when Luke yeah. was was on screen being badass. I was like, finally, he's getting the redemption he deserves. Well, and then he wasn't there. Well, <laughs> to me, I found that to be badass. I, I found that to be badass in a different way because while he was like doing, while he was there, I was like, something's something's not right. I'm like, because yeah. he looks different. He's he's got the a different lightsaber. Something's not right here. And then when it, when the reveal happens, and I'm just I'm I literally I was in theater. It's like oh oh like I, it just made perfect sense. I would have much rather him have been there, wrecking house. How much cooler mm. would it have been if he comes out there, or how? That's what was, this was my shower thought this morning. <laughs> Let me armchair direct for yeah. a minute. Imagine earlier in the movie he does that. He does like he, you know he shows up somewhere and Kylo yeah. Ren's like you're not really here and you know, and then later on and at that scene Kylo Ren goes he's not really there keep advancing and shooting yeah and then all of a sudden no he is there and he f-ed up one of the ATATs you know well that would be and then then he has to fight Kylo Ren and yeah. then he goes out like Obi Wan I know it would be too uh, people would be oh it's too much I think I think him going out like Obi Wan here's be the thing awesome. I was listening to uh the weekly planet podcast before i was on my way over here and they were talking about the movie and they brought up a good point ray kicks his ass at one luke. point yeah, yeah ray kicks luke's ass so if he couldn't hold his own against ray in like a simple fight ray can't hold or kylo ren can't hold his own against ray exactly so if <laughs> luke can't hold his own against ray and kylo ren and kylo ren can't hold his own against ray but kylo ren is stronger is you know a more of a match for Ray than what str- a chance would Luke have? I think he would. That, that's what I'm saying is that Luke. Well, that that's I don't like Luke's arc at all. Like to begin with, I don't like. It was exactly what I feared would happen with Luke. He goes, right. "No, I don't want anything to do with this. I've been in seclusion. I don't want anything to do with the Force." I, that was the that was the worst case scenario for me for Luke. I did not want that arc See, at all for him. I sort of expected that, that he was, like, in hiding for a reason. He doesn't want to be a part of any mm-hmm. of this. And I think I love that aspect of it. I think it worked. I think Mark Hamill played it well. I think it was written well. I think that was, you know, it wasn't expected of the character. It, But it made sense for the character. I, I don't think it made sense. I think it made him look like a huge bitch. And you got Obi-Wan... Who did the same thing on on Tatooine mm, no. for episode four? Well, he was in seclusion, but he didn't look like a bitch because when the time came, he was like, "I'm ready, let's do this," and Luke wasn't, and that really disappointed me. Well, no, because what happened? Obi Wan went to seclusion. He went to seclusion with the sole purpose of looking over. Yeah, Luke. yeah he didn't abandon his right. post. Luke became so. Luke became so frightened and you know, disillusioned with like the Jedi order and the way things go that he felt for the best interest of not only himself, but for the galaxy, really it's best for him to just go off somewhere and let the Jedi order end and let it end with him. So that, excuse me, so that any problems that may arise from there being a Jedi order don't happen. I, I, I get that, but like Luke, isn't the, the type of character that I see Luke after from what i've seen in, yeah. in, in the in the current canon is that he's not the type of person to abandon his friends and 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 if he can help he's going to help you know right but he he failed 
he ultimately I, I, I know, and I, this is what the, other people were telling me this this morning that he he failed and he felt bad for it. And I can I understand that that that's that's the crux of why he is where he is. He 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 feels like a huge failure, but like yeah, you know. Well, the, the whole movie is about confronting failure, really, yeah. when you think about it, because like every character at some point in the movie fails, and it's about confronting it and how they confront it that ultimately right. shows. I mean, in the end, Luke confronts his failure. And he confronts it in a way that, you know, it doesn't. It might not save the day in a traditional sense, but it does just enough to help the resistance move on and start again. Yeah. So, uh, like, I like, I like the changes that they made to the Force. Yes. I like a lot of the things that. Well, some people are are weary about the whole metachlorians aren't a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, I'm I okay think with that's that. Fine. I think that's fine. Uh, I I I remember because uh, so part of it is like, do we know that Ray's parents are maybe Kylo Ren's lying about Ray's parents? We don't know. Yeah, I think he's not lying. No, I think I they're actually lying. just random people. Yeah, and uh, I remember Daisy Ridley in some interview she was saying like, no, anybody could be a Force user. Anybody, it's fine yeah. as long as you have. Which makes sense because if you think about it, if if the Force is passed on through bloodline, okay. But Jedi's aren't allowed to get married and have kids, or at least they weren't during the old during you know the original Republic. Right. That's so, true. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So how would they have new Force users? How could there be all these new Force users? Maybe then? that's why they were dwindling. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> that's why only. That's why everybody was turning to the dark side yeah. because uh, there was only Sith around because they were allowed to bone. Yeah. But um, no, I think all the all those new stuff they added to the Force is great and I'm, it all makes to- sense. I'm also totally cool with them getting rid of the jedi order yeah and uh i like how kylo ren killed snoke yes i, li- I like i was i like that. that i like how there is no emperor yeah because the emperor in the original trilogy is kind of a waste yeah i mean everybody's like oh we don't know- learn who snoke is in the movie yeah. like it, it's the not emperor really important. wasn't anybody either yeah. in the original trilogy exactly and they don't you they didn't find out till afterwards that he was who a thing. snoke was was never really a central mystery to the force awakens either yeah so that's not really a big deal like you're gonna find out who snoke is in a book just like how you found out who boba fett was in a book People got it in their heads that Snoke was somebody. Yeah. It was the it was fan theories that did it. The, yeah. the movie didn't owe you a Just, Snoke theory. Exactly. I mean, it's sort of the same thing with the Ray Ray's parents theories. Although yeah. they kind of promised you an answer to that, but at the same time, the theories that were passing around on the internet were way out there. I like. Some of I, them. I was kind of okay with them playing around with our feelings on the Ray's parents. Yeah, I I like that because nothing they would have said would have pleased anybody yeah it's true like it, it was gonna make some it was definitely gonna make somebody mad and if if she was connected to somebody that just makes the universe that much smaller yeah and but granted the star wars universe is surprisingly small as it is because everybody's connected to everybody uh-huh. um but by doing this it just opens up the floodgates yeah so I, i'm uh, i'm cool with many of the changes that they made yeah uh the the, the big my biggest problem is just the portrayal of Luke, because that, because that, uh, that, that it just changed the way the way I see Luke. Who I saw him as like a a god figure. He was like the most badass person in the world, and any nick in his armor is gonna make <laughs> is gonna ruin him for me. So that was just inevitable. But I think it, they could have done it at least a little bit differently. Um, another major problem I had with the movie, mm-hmm. uh, all of Canto Bite. I think that entire 
plot. I think all I've seen other people who had a problem with Finn and Rose all together. Yeah, take out them from the movie altogether. I don't agree. I think they were fine. Yeah, I think they work well together. I think Canto bite all that whole part. It slowed down, got really boring. Uh, the whole when they got to Canto bite, there was a shot that reminded me of when they got to Mos Eisley in the um. In the remaster. Oh yeah. Where it was all CG garbage. Yeah. And it was just a really drawn out shot of all like all the crazy characters and yeah. stuff. It reminded me a lot of the prequels. And I was wasn't having it. I here's here's the thing about that. My one criticism of the movie is that it is it is very long. Like it feels long. Yeah. It is the longest Star Wars movie they've made. There's just a lot in it. Yeah. And the majority of that does come from the Canto Bite segments. Yes. I do feel like they could have trimmed a lot out of that or rearranged some things on it. However, I don't think they should have excised it completely. Mm -hmm. Because I think the overall message that it was trying to tell about Canto Bite and about this high society um, of the Star Wars universe and how they're there to profit off of war and how there's always going to be a war because of people like them um, and how they they keep other people down like rose and like those orphan kids and things like that i think is was a good idea and a good message to have in a star wars movie i mean it went on for too long i agree but i think especially with regards to how it pays off at the end i think it was important to have that i think that uh it it draws a lot of parallels to the prequels because uh this is very bougie yeah, we haven't seen anything like this post episode four at all. Yeah, the only thing that's that the only the only people that we see that are well off are the the the, the Empire. Yeah, and Jabba the Hut. Yes, and this isn't very Jabba the Hut. No, Jabba the Hut is rich and boozy in a in a way that uh, we he's like a like a scummy way, a like, scummy way. Yeah. He's more like. You know, underground mafia yeah. type, and that's rich. when I when I think of like war criminals and people who are, yeah. who are profiting off of war in the Star Wars universe. That's what I think of, and this makes it too like clean and it, it makes the it makes the mucky, gruesome Star Wars universe that I really like. Yeah, it makes it a little too clean and polished. Well, I mean, it would me. it would make sense that there would be this extreme opposite. To like you know the grimy look of Star Wars that we're used to, and we do know that that exists from the prequels, you know, yeah. especially with like Coruscant. I, I was Coruscant. totally cool with the Force Awakens, just ignoring the prequels altogether. Okay, they do, but they don't, because Kylo Ren does say like maybe if we use clones as our stormtroopers. Mm. Well, Luke's Luke calls the Emperor Darth Sidious. He calls him that, and I don't think they call him Darth Sidious at all in the prequels. Right. So like they're they are acknowledging it but they're the the clone wars was a thing in episode four right but they're acknowledging also the failures of it by essentially removing metachlorians by luke telling the story of how darth city was able to rise i'm not i'm not saying it drew to it i'm fine they did remove themselves a lot but i just think that canto bite was a little too leaning I just think that that whole thing was was didn't fit and it should have been removed. That's 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 
or maybe a quick cut like you said trim trim out the yeah fat. like they because they probably could have gotten rid of uh the chase through the streets yeah um they probably they probably could have you know had them you know spend less time with like the crash landing and then looking you know they could have cleaned that up a little bit ten dollars from ramiro oh thank you he says uh here's 10 bucks because i don't give a damn about star wars but you guys are still cool <laughs> thank you very much thank you windex fighter 77 um also dj uh benicio del toro's mm. character i hated him i think he sh- shouldn't have been there either. i liked him I, I feel like he was ultimately extraneous and you didn't need somebody of benicio del toro's caliber yeah. to play that role like you, you wasted Benicio. Also, I was just thinking about this this morning. Um, they they were looking for the code breaker, the master code breaker. Yeah. And only he could do this job. You need this guy. You got to go all the way to this place yeah. that you're not supposed to be to get this one guy. And they got somebody else. <laughs> well, that ties <laughs> some in. random guy. That ties into the whole failure aspect of it. They failed mm-hmm. to get the guy they needed, so they'll go with this guy, but that also leads to failure. Right. It's just this whole cycle of failure. I think the best story arc was uh, Poe Dameron. Yes. I think Poe Dameron, his story arc was amazing. Yeah, he, whole that movie. was really good. Everything that happened with him with, uh, with uh, Leia and the, the purple-haired girl. Haldo. Haldo. All of that was all, and I, I, a lot of people didn't like Haldo. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I really liked that yeah, character because yeah. you, you hated her, and I'm like, she sucks. I yeah, hate she's this character. Everything. But like, as things go on, you start to realize, and everything clicks. Yeah, that's what's great about the movie is, is like you, you look at, you look at one thing, and you think it's one thing, then slowly over the course of it, things start to click, and when it clicks, it makes sense, and it's beautiful, and it's unique, and it's, it's still Star Wars in the long run. She had a really good. Uh, she, there was a lot of badass parts in this movie. Yes. Like a lot. Like a, the most. She probably had the most badass yeah. part. Uh, th- this movie had the most, the biggest collection of badassery in yeah. a Star Wars movie, like combined, next to Rogue One, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she had the most badass part. That was yeah. like that was an anime sequence where she, just, oh yeah, where she hyperdrived right through the whatever the hell the, the star destroyer. Yeah, thing. I keep forgetting the name of that thing. And sliced it right in half. That yeah. was a beautiful sequence. Mm-hmm. That was awesome and i think it had a great lightsaber duel with kylo ray and all of the sith people that all the guards all, all yeah. the guards that we all thought were going to be completely useless again in this yeah because <laughs> the toys came out and i think it was harley morenstein who was like if if history has taught me anything it's that these guys are so cool that they're going to do nothing in the movie yeah <laughs> and for the first time in a star wars movie the sith guards do something yes and it was awesome it was. that sequence was awesome Somebody says something. Viper says, "Re Canto bite. Is there some clause in every Star Wars film that you need a chase scene?" Uh, yes. I think it's every adventure film. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> That's just what it is. Yeah. I mean, this whole movie was a chase. Yeah. It was a very slow, very slow chase. chase. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people compare it to like the first few episodes of the 2002 Battlestar Galactica series, mm-hmm. and I sort of see that because the first few episodes of that was literally them running away from the robots mm. and that that like was got sort of echoed here so i appreciate that i think it was just uh the hoth battle it just it just they put the battle at the end yeah <laughs> but also 
it, in the Hoth battle, they were they were they saw the Empire coming, so they were escaping. Yeah, and then they just made it before the Empire yeah. got there. In this case, they get there and they chase them. They go along with them. Yeah, you know. So everybody got out, but they followed them. Right, and it's just it's just the Hoth battle that just never ends. Yeah, you know, for the whole movie. And I was cool with that. I also a lot of people also had a problem with there wasn't enough Ray and Kylo Ren and whatever. I, think I there was a fairly enough of them. Yeah. I don't like there being too much lightsaber Jedi stuff in a Star Wars in a movie. Oh, Star you Wars mean like movie. that? Yeah, I yeah. I like there being the focus on Poe and even Finn. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I like. I, I'm surprised like a lot of people just don't like Finn. Yeah, like as a character, like which I don't get. I like him, and I like. I like the him and Rose arc. I thought that was yeah, all good, except for Canto Bite. Yeah. Everything else was fine. So. But, I mean, I, I could see why people would want that whole thing removed from the movie. Because there yeah. was a lot in the movie. And, and that was probably the the a, a, a big problem with it. But I think that it could have been saved. Yeah. My biggest problem with the movie was uh, was, was Luke's arc. And that's, that's really it. Um, I also... A lot of people have... And I have an issue with... Uh, Leia, Leia's little Mary Poppins Superman business. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I think that was one of the coolest moments in the movie. Wow. It probably could have been animated differently because it's obviously a CGI moment. Yes. Obviously. Um, But the whole idea of Leia using the Force to save herself from floating adrift in space is just awesome. And it makes all the sense in the world. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's good. And I, I, I think it's because she does have the force. And yeah. we know that from episode four, uh, five. Yes. We know that she has the force because she talks to Luke. Um, so she's at least a subtle force user. Yeah. Her using the force to drift a little bit. Totally, totally cool. I'm cool with that. I think that it looked cheesy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it should have been way more subtle. Like she's floating well, out and then gives herself a little nudge and then she goes back in. No, I don't I don't think the subtle that she like flew like freaking Superman and that was a problem. Yeah, that's the thing. If <laughs> if she was just like Well, I mean, there's so, like you stick your hand out to drag strike something to you, it only makes sense that you would stick your hand out to drag yourself towards something. Yeah. So obviously she's just gonna stick her hand out. But you know, I like I get, I get it. Maybe she was just like floating, and she just did like a subtle like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little twitch of the hand, and then all of a sudden she changes course. Yeah, you know? like that's I, I, it. I see that. That's all we need. But you know, I, you know, ultimately, like at the end of the day, how it looked doesn't supersede the fact that it was just one of the best moments in the movie. Yeah. So again, I'm cool with the moment. Yeah. I'm cool with it happening. I wasn't cool with the way. It, looked and i think it should have been more subtle right um i think this is my last issue with the movie uh yoda mm. i th i saw yoda and i was like nice okay please shut up now <laughs> yoda Yo i didn't like him talking um i yeah i think that should have been another subtle thing like like okay you're here to guide luke well do your business and then get the hell out before we went to see the movie, my wife asked if there's anything I want to be in the movie. And I said, this is not going to be in the movie, but I think it would be really cool if they're on Atch 2 and they're like meditating or whatever. And all of a sudden you see the force ghost of Yoda 
Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi, um, Peyton Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, and you start to see all these Force ghosts pop up to show Ray the light. And all of a sudden, you see Yoda Force ghosts. And I'm like, oh my god! And he's a puppet. Yeah. I'm like, that's even cooler. That scene did not bother me at all. Like nothing about that bothered me. I I I didn't like I didn't like Yoda because that that was I had the IMDb uh, quotes up. <laughs> And Yoda says something like "failure is our greatest teacher" or something. Because like, yeah, that's, no, I like yeah. that. That was good. Um, I just, I, I think that that's another thing that should have been just a little just shorter. trimmed. Yeah, trimmed out and and like, you know, apparently they trimmed like half an hour worth of material from this movie. Yeah, I mean they always do. Yeah, but like, they cut out like you know, remember, know how Luke says that he's going to teach Ray three things, and yeah. we only see your see him teacher two i didn't put that i didn't, they I didn't cut, do the math <laughs> they cut the third thing he teaches her because a there was a joke in it that just what didn't work mm-hmm. and b it made luke look like an asshole <laughs> <laughs> well then i'm glad they cut it out so tevia asked why don't you like yoda talking i can't i i just think that it it, it was it didn't fit what was happening it was such a dire moment and yoda was being his like his like uh you know his, his his he was he was doing his like hideaway act he was doing his uh oh, you know uh when he was like a little happy go lucky yeah. yeah he was doing that voice in such like a dire circumstance you know like yeah. obviously luke is in is in peril right now and everything's going to hell and he's being an asshole like i, I just wasn't at that yeah also where the hell was obi-wan i think that i think that was a you perfect know, opportunity you know for you, you know i um because Ryan Johnson's doing a whole bunch of interviews talking about the movie. The thing he said was they thought about it, but that would mean that wouldn't mean having to get Ewan McGregor, but that wouldn't make sense because Luke never met yeah. the Ewan McGregor Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. He only met the Alec Guinness Obi Wan Kenobi. So unless they can like figure out a way to do that, uh, meeting them doesn't matter because of the. Well, I guess I guess they're trying to get rid of because, the remasters because. Uh, Hayden Christensen was replaced with uh... right because according to myth, when you you become a force, your appearance as a force ghost is based on when you died as a Jedi. Right, right. So Obi Wan Kenobi died as a Jedi, looking like Alec Guinness. Anakin right. Skywalker died as a Jedi, looking like Hayden. I think they should have just made him look like Alec Guinness. I mean, yeah, I think that would have been fun. I'm sure they could have because that would have been if they had Yoda do his little thing for like two seconds, and then yeah. all of a sudden he goes into the. The, the flames and out, out comes, you know. Oh, we want Kenobi. Yeah. That would be like, that would be big. Or mm-hmm. maybe save it for the next movie. Yeah. I have no doubts that the next movie is going to be incredible. Yes. It's going to be, I think it will be better than this. Or I would like it better than I'll, this. I, I, I don't know. Because so. I, I, I have a lot of faith in J.J. Abrams because I, I, The Force Awakens was really good. Yes. Um, I want to read some chat here. I, that That's pretty much all the issues that I have with it. Overall, again, Really freaking like yeah. it. Uh, a little too much. A little too. Uh, my big. Uh, a lot of my problems are that they 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 held on to things too long. Like uh, the porgs. I get it. I get the porgs. <laughs> They're cool. Get off the porgs. The same thing with the fox. Chris, the crystal foxes. Well, the crystal foxes. That would actually became a plot point. I know, but did it have to be? Yes. <laughs> like I get it. They're cool looking too. Bob, this movie was filled with so many new Pokemon. <laughs> It was. Um, 
Oh, there are people were asking where the third thing went. We just explained it. Yeah. Uh, LKM Cherokee. There's a freaking bug. Uh, LKM Cherokee. Bob, don't make me get Dr. Manhattan on your ass for slandering Yoda. <laughs> He's going to walk up in here naked and then just blow you up with his fingers. Adam says, isn't the next movie the Han Solo movie? Yes, I was ignoring that. Which comes out in May. Still? How yes. they push that? Nope. That movie is somehow still coming out in May. <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith in that movie. I don't want there to be a bad Star Wars movie. We're I on know. a really good run. We are right on now. a very good run. I would say this movie is... We got three great Star Wars movies yeah. in three years. This is a great Star Wars movie. Yeah. I don't understand people... Like, like I'm, I'm a fan who is pretty negative on it, but, again, it was a really, really good movie. Yeah. I would, if I had to put a rating on it, I would say eight and a half out of ten. I know you probably like it a lot more than that. I'd probably give it a nine. But that's where I, that's not too far. Yeah, that's pretty good. Or maybe like eight point seven if we. Because here's to. the thing: I would give the Force Awakens a ten. The Force yeah. Awakens might be my favorite Star Wars movie, and I'm not ashamed to say that. I might, uh, including the originals. Yes. Wow. I still have to watch Jedi. I'm gonna watch it soon. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I've seen obviously I've seen Jedi. But right. I just want to rewatch it. <laughs> Um, with all of this in mind, but Rogue One is up there Rogue... for at least top three for me. See, my my problem them. is I always lump the Star Wars movies together in trilogies as one movie. Right. So like the original trilogy to me is one movie. Okay. And then the prequel trilogy is one movie, and this when this trilogy wraps up is going to be one movie. So obviously it's going to be you know the original the Ridge Tridge at the top. <laughs> then I like that. Then the the this trilogy right here, the sequel trilogy, then Rogue One, and then the prequels. The Rogue One is that low? Well, it's number three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, you, well, if, if you lump in the trilogies, yeah. Yeah, if yeah, I'm gonna right, like right. individualize it, I mean, I really can't individualize the the original trilogy though. It, it's 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 very tough because you need. The original Star Wars. You need yeah. Episode Four. That's very a very important movie. Yes. Um, and Empire and Jedi are very good. Yes. People are way too down on Jedi. I Jedi. I do not understand why. Yeah. I'm so I rewatched Empire this year. Yeah. I don't watch them as often as I would like to. Uh, Empire is an amazing movie. Yes. I still think Return of the Jedi might be better, but only by a slight margin. Yeah. You know, I, that's only because I love Luke in that movie. Yeah. He's the best. I is like I hate when people say you know best Star Wars since Empire, completely forgetting yeah. about forgetting about Jedi, yeah, about Rogue One again. That yeah. movie was amazing. <laughs> so best movie since since Empire just completely negates the prequels. Yeah, but in doing so, you're completely forgetting about Return of the Jedi, which yeah. is it's only a li- even if you like Empire so much more, Jedi is right underneath. It. Yeah, don't discredit it because it has Muppets. Yeah, Muppets are awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ashley says Empire was the best of the origin trench. <laughs> I like this. Is this? Did you coin that? No, I did not coin. It. Oh, I saw okay. it. I saw it like a couple of years ago in a video, and then I heard it again recently. So I want to make that a thing when you talk about the original trilogy. It's origin trench. Wendy's ago says Bob BBA. You said you were going to say something about him earlier. I don't think I. We said we would get to that. Meaning you're, you, you said a lot of you spoiled everything. Yeah, pretty much. And we said like we when, would get like to when that BBA later. took control of the ATST. We got to all of it except for that. Yeah. I didn't really. I thought that. I was thought cool. that was cool. I didn't. Really I wanted have to talk to about, about it. 
because he also mentions Phasma dying. Oh, yeah. A lot of people had a problem with that. I didn't. I don't think she's dead. Yeah. That, like, right <laughs> after the movie, somebody said, oh, Phasma died. I was like, that was ambiguous. I don't think Yeah, she's I don't think either. she's dead. I think, I remember reading. I think she's Boba Fett. I don't think she's going to be in the next movie. I think she is. You think she is? I think she is. I, re- I read somewhere that somebody compared her to Kenny from South Park, <laughs> which I think is perfect. So I That's think. That's pretty good. Because. She should kill Finn. I think that'd be pretty cool. If all of a sudden she's like, look, I got it this time. And yeah. That would be really tragic. I mean, she's not, I don't think she's, she would kill Finn. I think she's going to mess him up big time, mm. but Finn would ultimately get the last laugh on that. Yeah. Cause they, Marvel just recently did a comic of how she escaped, um, Starkiller base mm-hmm. and it's really badass the way she does it. She does it in six minutes. And by the time she is the comic in six minutes, the comic takes place within six minutes. I got it. I got it. And that. then the next issue, it's like, how did they get in the Starkiller base? Who who lowered the shields? And she's able to blame somebody else for it. <laughs> He's like, that guy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I that would be a good video. Yeah. Um that I I think she's just the Boba Fett character and and that's why like Everybody had a problem with she didn't do anything in The Force Awakens. Neither did Boba Fett yeah. in, Ret- in Empire. He didn't do anything. Uh, he just went, there they are. Yeah. All right, see you later. And uh, in Return of the Jedi, he went out like He did even less, yeah. Yeah. So, but if, for some reason, he's a badass. Um, I think Phasma's the same way. And I think yeah. she's more. she looks like more of a badass in the movies. Yeah. Okay. She actually fought. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't think she went out like a bitch. I thought she went out great. Yeah. Was she... Did they replace her with a stormtrooper in the trailer? No, she was. So she was fighting with the thing. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't remember it being. Yeah, her. that was her. Oh, well, never mind. Uh. uh Tommy Rossis, Bob, stop! You're hyping the next disaster. Did you not like this one? I want everybody in the chat to do a Y or an N, whether or not you liked it or you didn't like it. Yeah. So Y, yes, and, and no. no. I want to see. I want to see how much we got here. Prom, prom dates says you only see her fall. You don't see her die. It's possible she survives. Yeah, yeah. she just falls through the. the she fire. falls into the fire, and I'm pretty sure her armor is fireproof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's death proof. Yeah. Um, I hope that her armor is all screwed up in the next one. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I I thought that was really cool where she's like missing a part and you can yeah. see her eye. It kind of reminded me of Shredder. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah no, I got the same feeling. <laughs> um. We're getting a lot of a lot. We got a U prom dates. Why did you write a U? Oh, you you you're getting them more than me. Yeah, everybody liked it. Again, I really liked it. I I, I just yeah. you know I just have some criticisms, which is yeah, fine. this is valid. Um, yeah, I think that I think the next one's gonna be awesome. Yeah, not I, I'm completely ignoring Han Solo. I don't know how that's gonna be. Yeah, I'm a little scared for it. But again, Rogue One was amazing. So. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? And you think they're going to do uh, an Obi-Wan one? I hope so. That's yeah. the only, like, spin-off, like, seeing what an established character did at a certain point in time. That's the only one I'm actually interested in. Hmm. So. Caloric says, she did. So a lot of, most people liked it. Yes. I think most people liked it. I think all the negative uh, criticisms it's getting is mostly just like the the vocal minority and i'm pretty sure the low review on rotten tomatoes because it doesn't have that low of a review on like imdb or anything like that Mm -hmm. 
I think it was it just got review bombed on oh. Rotten Tomatoes, and I think people are creating bots to go and review bomb it. Mm. I, I I think I think it's the the fans who who got the, who had their fan theories proven wrong. Yeah, and they were upset about it. I think that's what because this surprised this surprised everybody. It, it it took a different turn. Yeah, but I think it was still in universe. Absolutely, and again, my problems are similar to the to the whacked out fans because I'm yeah. a whacked out fan. I had expectations that it went a little bit south of, but um, a lot of things. But it also did some things that I wasn't expecting. That was really cool. Yeah, and it did that more than it did uh, change things. It changed things for the better more than it changed things for the worse, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about. Uh, I'm also skeptical of an Obi-Wan movie because I don't want them to touch too much on any of the stuff that I like already. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it, it's 19 years in between uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. So there's a lot of, like, space there for you to play around in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not going to, like, touch. It's, you know, it's it's it, they can do it in a spot where it's not going to touch either trilogy. I just, so. I, I the, the world that Rogue One set up, because that was the earliest we've seen uh for a good movie you yeah know what i mean like that was before episode four yeah and it was really and it felt really good yeah and uh they need to pull that same atmosphere off for an obi-wan movie i don't yeah. want it to even touch anywhere near the prequels you know that'd be skewing it way too far i feel like if they do it at a certain point it's gonna be like you'll see the be like prequel elements like this statue over here that you guys actually on camera it's he's got like his clone wars armor yeah and he's got like prequel things on him but like yes. throughout the course of the movie like you'll just see it like fade away and like fall yeah, off. yeah you'll cool lose it that. in the desert we, you know we also saw that symbol you know yeah has a shoulder pad that's that has the that symbol? that's the old republic no that's the old jedi order symbol oh the old jedi order yeah. symbol. well that was in the last jedi yeah that's on that's the jedi order symbol yeah that yeah. was really i thought that was yeah. cool um Tevia said, "What about Snoke getting killed off? We talked about it a little bit before. A little bit. I'm cool with it. With that, yeah. I thought, I thought, you know, it's a great surprise. It was because it establishes Kylo Ren as the big bad of the series now. Yeah, um, it's di- it's different than yes. than Vader, and I'm yes. cool with that. Like we want that. And again, uh, the Emperor didn't do anything in, in the yeah. original trilogy. He was just like an overseer for for yeah. no reason, pretty much." And Snoke was the same. And this is the last bit you want to? No, you can. Yeah. The Emperor kind of went out like a bitch too. The em- uh, yeah. Vader picked him up, threw him. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he's dead now. So Snoke, people, uh, people's criticism with that was that uh, he's Snoke is supposed to be so powerful with the Force. He didn't see that Kylo Ren was doing it. Right. Was using the Force against him. But I mean, the emperor was a bitch too. The yeah, emperor could he, have done the, the same thing, thing about like Snoke is he's so blind in his own like yeah abilities that he can't see. Also, I think he was just full of crap when he said like, "Oh, I'm the one who connected you to." I yeah. think he was just lying well, because they connected each other after he died. Well, no, I buy that, but when they connected each to each other after he died, I think Snoke just left the door open. Uh, okay. And then when Ray closed the bridge, she closed the door. I think he was like a, a small influence. You know what I mean? Like I think that he was just trying to control Kylo Ren. Yeah, he's. I, I I think Snoke is a powerful dude, but I think that he was just manipulating Kylo Ren. Yeah, and Kylo Ren was finally like, you know what? I don't need this. Because yeah. look at Hux. 
Hux is over here dealing with the two of these guys because yeah. he just needs an authority figure. You know, he's got some sick like sort of sadism. Yeah. I love Hux. I, I don't I don't care. Like if people who are down on Hux is like this movie treats him like an idiot. I don't care. I think Hux is a great character. <laughs> Hux is good. I think I like their uh, yeah, dynamic. I I like him because I when after The Force Awakens I theorized that they are two jaded Star Wars fans. <laughs> and uh Kylo Ren was one who's willing to acknowledge that the prequels existed, whereas Hux will not talk about them. <laughs> I I I like how Hux is just not, he's just a regular dude yeah. stuck in this world with all these Sith and he just does not want to deal with them. He's just, yeah. he's like I'm not afraid of this. Yeah. I'm running an army. Yeah. You guys I don't are have all, time for this yeah. crap. <laughs> You're all whiny. Yeah. Just let's just get this stuff done. Yeah. And then he just gets thrown into the wall. Yeah. Uh Pacini, our friend Pacini was saying that the best character in the movie was the was the uh ATAT uh pilot guy oh, yeah. the guy driving it when, when kylo ren's like get me down there and hux is like you can't go down there we're doing it. he just gets thrown and the guy <laughs> driving is like right away sir sends him to the elevator yeah uh um, oh that's a big that's a big uh donation there oh really emerald with a dollar <laughs> he said he just did twos he did a dollar uh-huh. and a dollar 34 if finn died any anyway when rose i don't know which one's first okay that one's first if Finn died anyway when Rose crashed into him to save him, I don't know if I would have laughed or cried. Also, right. if you watched the development process for the, fi- the Ice Foxes, you might have appreciated them more. I did see that. Yeah. I appreciated them being there. I just think they harped on him too more. Uh, he also said, missed my last donation. I kind of wish Kylo did have a redemption arc, but also I'm glad he didn't. Also, what if Finn died when Rose crashed into him? And it's a- Oh, that's the same thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people were saying, like, you know, Finn should have died. He should have sacrificed himself. He, you know, I have one of my friends said uh, it w- he would have had a better arc if he died. I completely disagree. He did that in the first movie. Yeah. I he don't sacrificed th- himself in the first movie. I don't think him dying, it wouldn't have changed his arc one way or the other. All it would have done was cut it short. Yeah. If he sacrificed himself to stop to take out the battering ram in this movie... Nothing would have changed. Yeah. they Everything would have still proceeded as normal. Luke would have still showed up. He would have still created a distraction to help the Resistance escape. Kylo Ren would have still fired on everything with the, you know, all that. It, all of that still would have taken place. Yeah. All it would have done was... Ha- the Finn's whole arc so far has been trying to run away from the First Order. Mm-hmm. And all die, all dying at the end of the last shot I would have done was he would have run away from the first order by killing himself. Yeah. By Rose saving him, it now gives him something to fight for and basically give him a reason to face his problems, to confront them instead of trying to hide from them. I like this whole narrative of, uh, in this movie, you see a lot people trying to be overly like badass people yeah. just being over the top like i'm gonna save it and and uh i know i have no the odds are against me but i'm gonna do it because that's a trope in star wars yeah we, the, the the we're against all odds we're gonna pull out and in this movie against all odds people are like no yeah it's not gonna work and it didn't uh, over and over again yeah. people were proven wrong so 
that makes it even more special when people are against all odds and it works. Yes. So I like that. And, and it's the same thing with Finn. Like he was trying to sacrifice himself to save everybody. And the, this movie told Finn, Hey, we don't need to do that all the time. Yeah. We can still make it out without you having to sacrifice yourself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Poe Dameron was, the, was the crux of that whole yeah. narrative being like, Hey, less casualties you know yeah. we don't have to be so so like reckless and yeah we, we can because he learned that the hard way from the beginning of the movie yeah that opening was incredible yes with him you know just being a badass flying yeah. around doing his thing uh and then yeah throughout the movie he was like oh you know what i should relax and try yeah. to try to be smart you know and and that that is what led to finn being saved at the very end yeah not poe had nothing to do with that but that's that where the, that's that the mentality, yeah. That's the direction the movie the was going. Of, yeah. yeah. And I really liked that. Mm -hmm. uh, post uh, prom dates, I feel like Kylo's role is just the guy who wants the current situation to just end. So his job is to end it and try to start over. Just let it die. Yeah, I, I'm I'm cool with Kylo Ren and Rey, both of, of just straying from their from yeah. the Sith and the Jedi Order. They're just starting their own thing. Mm-hmm. I'm totally cool with that. Um, I'm excited to see where Kylo Ren Well, is. Kylo Ren is is a part of the Knights of Ren. Right. And we saw them briefly in The Force Awakens. We didn't see them at all in this movie. Did you see uh, Max Scoville's article? He just posted, Yes. He just posted an article on IGN about the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And I only read like a bit of it. Uh, the concept art. I mean, the, the, the costumes of the Knights of Ren look incredible. Yeah. Um, he says like, we saw them briefly, but we don't know if that was a flashback or a flash forward. Right. And I think it was a flashback. Yeah. But it'd be really cool if all the Knights of Ren are in the next movie. Yeah. That would be crazy. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. Because if Abrams is coming back and he created the Knights of Ren, yeah. then... He did destroy his helmet, though. I think we're going to get the helmet back. Yeah? Because... I think it might be different. Yeah, it might be different. Because I've been, I've been thinking about it. I have these uh, little sandwich bags with Star Wars characters on it. Yep. But there, it's Kylo Ren, Stormtroopers, Chewbacca, BB-8. It's all characters without a face. It's like not a human face. Yeah. So, I feel like they would want to bring the mask back purely for marketing reasons. Mm. This way, they have like an iconic character that well, they can why continue to market. That's why I think it might be different. I think they need a mask. Yeah. I think that's important. Although I, I don't know change. because the whole thing about letting the past die. Maybe he, yeah. he doesn't want to because he wore the mask to try and be like Darth Vader. Yeah, that's why. That's why he destroyed it because yeah. he was like, oh, I don't want to so be doing Darth Vader for, anymore. Yeah, yeah. but I, that's why I think he's. It's going to be just a different mask yeah. because it is really that mask was really cool, mm -hmm. and they can make another cool one. Yeah, and all of the Knights of Ren look awesome. Yeah. Um, at the end of this, we will when we get to the chat and the hashtag Wolf Den Live and everything, we will. If you got more Star Wars questions you want to, or comments you want to say about Star Wars, we can yeah. do that. Uh, but for now, you want to blow through some. We have like barely any stories for the week. Yeah, we can do that. Um, okay. So again, if you have any more to say about Star Wars, we'll get to it in the chat later, or you can use the hashtag Wolf Den Live on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else to say? I think we hit like everything. It's been uh, fifty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no. Last Jedi was great. It was really good. Yes, I will. I will say it is. I like I said on Twitter, it is one of the best movies I have ever seen. So, 
get your ass out there and see it. I'm going to bump my score up to a 10 because when I think about it, it's great Star Wars and great Star Wars is a 10. So Bernie Burns from Rooster Teeth keeps saying that uh, people who didn't like it, when they see it a second time, they like it. I've only seen it once. I'm like, I have like a physical need to see this movie again. Yeah. I am going to try to see it at the Man's Chinese Theater. In I'm California? Going, yeah, I'm going in uh, January. Oh. Yeah. By the way, I'm, go- I'm going to California. January. Badass over here. <laughs> um, we might have to do a remote wolf demo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that, I'm waiting to see it then because yeah. I don't want to see it too many times. I'm going to try and see it again soon. But we got a $5 super chat and the sound didn't go off. <laughs> there it is. It's just late. Kid Chade, what do you think about expanding the movie with more dangerous movies such as Darth Maul, General Grievous, or even as far back as even far back in the lore as Raven, Darth Raven from Knights of the Republic? Do you mean expanding the movies? Do you mean more dangerous movies? Meaning like like it's it's like a a risk, like it focuses on the bad guys. I what I I'm taking this as is um. Uh, it's more of a risk to include these because people don't like the prequels. <laughs> I'm taking it as dangerous because all the people he mentioned were villains. Okay. So we're. I, I think he's talking about like getting a movie about like the villains and how they became evil and just showing how just how evil they possibly are. One of the best things about Star Wars is that the bad guys are relatable. Yeah. And people like the bad. I think you you posted a screenshot of the Star Wars Twitter doing a poll, uh let's sell this once and for all light side dark side. Mm-hmm. It was 50/50 split, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah. Uh so I think that an all villain movie would be fine. It'd be very different. It would be very different, Wars, yeah. but it's also uh Disney now. I think yeah. I, I think this movie was more Disney than any of the Star Wars movies because I mean, uh, because anybody could be a Jedi. There was that whole thing with the kid, right? That was very Disney. But this- I also hated the thing with the kid, and I didn't know everybody. I didn't hate it, but I thought it was. I, I I was like, okay, this is happening, and I didn't know it was like a, a lot of people liked that. Yeah, that was like a huge thing for people. Yeah, I didn't very feel deal. a connection at all. Yeah, and you really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was important uh lkm cherokee again with a two dollar super chat asking me about the oz effect i he, haven't gotten to he's yet. never gonna read the oz effect i am going to keep giving him money i am no i i promise you i'm going to read to it this has been a very very busy time of year this it stupid is. effing christmas uh well do you know that Catherine is being remade for the ps4 <laughs> the vita i did hear about that now Catherine is an incredible game it's 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 the weirdest uh game that i ended up like i wasn't expecting to end up liking mm-hmm. this game and i don't know why i even played it but it was very good uh it's basically a puzzle game yeah and there are it was for the xbox 360 and ps3 and they are remaking it for the ps4 and the vita and here's the thing will you played it right yes so it, it's 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 a puzzle game slash kind of it's kind of like a dating sim yeah there's a lot of like there, there's a there's an underlying story where uh you have two girlfriends, pretty much, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're both named Catherine. And they're both drastically different from each other. Yeah. Uh, in this, they're introducing a third Catherine. Yeah, and her name's not Catherine. No. Uh, after a bunch of teases and rumors, are an expanded remake of Catherine has been officially announced. It's not in the sequel. It's not the sequel we wanted, but it sounds like a good reason to revisit the original game. There are some major changes being introduced, including a third Catherine. Her name is Rin. <laughs> yes. Catherine Full Body 
has been announced with a new website in Japanese, which is currently uh, promising a broadcast on December 22nd, also in two days. Uh, with more details, the game is being developed by Studio Zero. Okay, I don't care. I want to see. The third Catherine is not actually a Catherine at all. Her name is Rin, and she's a pianist at uh, protagonist Vincent's favorite bar. That's the... Every time you do one of the puzzles or you, you, you play a level, yeah. you afterwards you go to the bar with your friends and you talk to them about your girlfriend troubles and whatnot. And, and that's like the hub world kind of. Yeah. Uh, she'll introduce new story elements, apparently, and she's described as, quote, a very straightforward and gentle character, which is interesting since Catherine is most certainly not a gentle character. Neither of them are gentle characters. Yeah. Neither of the Catherines. Fred with the two the whole super chat going to read the odds effect like he's going to read One Piece. <laughs> I like. Oh, we have packages though. We do have packages open. Um, um, do you want to just finish up Catherine real quick before? before yeah, we, I might play right. it on Vita. Uh, I didn't like Catherine when I played it. Really? Really? Yeah. No, I could. I, I really. I liked could it. not get into. I could not get into the puzzle aspect of it because I thought the controls were bad. <laughs> really? Yes. So unless they fixed it, then I'm probably not going to play it. I, I don't know why I liked it. It's it's yeah such you a were weird, like super into it. It's such I went through a breakup right before I, I think played that it, might so have that, been that it, had yeah. a lot to do with it. And I was super into the story, but I loved the I loved the levels. The I don't story know why. the story wasn't bad, and I was kind of digging the whole bar aspect of it. But like the actual puzzle aspect, I'm like I can't do this. It was weird, but I don't know why I was into it. Mm-hmm. It's not a game that I would expect to ever want to play on an Xbox, but I was like totally yeah. down for it. It was also really hard. Yeah, it got really hard, but uh, I, I don't know why I liked it so much. But I rec- I would recommend that game for yeah. sure. Uh, let's uh, yeah, let's do the unboxing. Let, let's open some stuff. Oh god, am I gonna hurt myself? Uh, <laughs> let's start with this because I don't know what it is. Give me a knife, please. Um. Oh, it's right here. No. <laughs> this is from Chocolate. Is the, it na- chocolate? the name on here says Chocolate, and and the address is something something Sweet Road. We didn't ask for this. No. So I don't know what the hell this is. This is definitely chocolate. Oh, Screenwave. Oh, nice. It's our MCN. There's multi-channel network. They nice. actually... Season's greetings. What does this say? I'm probably not supposed to open this one. <laughs> we enjoyed our partnership this year and hope the future... Uh, hope the... We enjoyed our partnership this year and the success the future holds. Hope you have a wonderful holiday season and a prosperous new year. This is the most we've ever gotten from any MCN. It's true. <laughs> uh, it's just a bar of chocolate. Hey, I'm okay with <laughs> Our that. warmest wishes for the new year. I didn't know you can order chocolate. Like, this is... this is. If you're going to send out Christmas cards, this is a damn good idea. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got to zoom in. This uh, is very important. Crap. Hold on. Oh, oh, that is really cool. I do not want to eat that. That is really cool. Oh my god! I, I have to take a picture. Of it. It, it, this it's an NES controller. Yeah. It's, it's chocolate bar. Here, it says Screen Wave. Oh, sorry, sorry. There you go. I gotta get the light. There you go. That is really cool. I gotta wow. take a picture of that. Yeah. T- hurry up and take a picture because uh, I gotta. I want to do it in a way where I can like tweet it and be like, "Thanks, guys." All right, so I'm it's got to be a nice picture. Yeah, I'm gonna zoom out. Why don't you open the next thing while I? All do. right, give me the next thing. Uh, here's a knife. Okay. This is from Fred. Even oh, it says GameStop. Fred. Still zooming out. Hold on. Let me 
take a picture right. with my phone. Ugh. I have this like an ass. This is... Hmm. This is Call of Duty World War II for the Xbox One. Wow, that's for you. I have it on PlayStation. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Why? Why? <laughs> Thank you, Fred. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> Requires da- content download. Oh, boy. Oh, you're doing a thing. Yeah, let me do this first. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. Or, you know, I can get it and then we can play together. There you go. Uh, th- he has it on Xbox. I think that's why. Oh, uh, maybe it. that's why. Well, well, you play it, beat it, and then give it to me, and then I'll. Uh, I will. Well, and then I'll play with it. Trying him. to get through Wolfenstein right now. The multiplayer is really good. I've been playing I'm it on sure PS4, it is, yeah. and it is really good. Where's the knife? Oh, right here. Sorry. It is. It is. It is really good. Look, I'm sure. Like, I've been wrecking. I was wrecking house on it. I'd like to stream that one day. Like Call of Duty games aren't bad per se. I don't know if I want to open this on camera. This is the last box. Uh, Funny story about this. Yeah, I'll just I'll I'll tell it. Okay. Uh, this was gonna be for a video. Mm-hmm. This company uh, made made a a 4K switch dock. Okay. Which they were like, hey, do you want to make a video on a 4K switch dock? And I was like, yes, because I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that it upscales to 4K. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. 4K 60, they were promising. Then they sent it without telling me. Okay. And then they said, hey, uh, just, there's a little bit of miscommunication. Um, it's not actually 4K. Uh, it's only 1080p60. There's a miscommunication between our marketing department and our uh, technology department. And I said, okay, well, if that's the case, I'm not going to make a video because yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't make for a good video. Yeah. They sent us two? They sent us a card. Here's the, the hub. Man, this old. Yeah, look, it says up to 4K60. <laughs> but it's not. They actually, they said, when you make the video, could you please black out the part that's 4K60? <laughs> this is the oh. card they sent. It's a full trifold card. Yeah, these are, t- all right, here you go, Will. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I am going to try, they do say that it yeah. looks better than the regular dock. So I am going to try it. And you might see it in the video if it's good. There if you it's go. not, then I'm not going to put it in the video. But, uh, thank you. Here, you might want to read that. Because uh, I've been trashing Nintendo docs. So people are like, uh, hey, I know you don't like Nintendo do- uh, Switch docs. That they're all bad. So why don't you try out ours? Ours is good. How do I say this? Hold on. Switch We know you're going to love it as much as we loved it. To produce it, our customer service base. No, Where blah blah. I'm personally, I am personally enthused to work with you. Oh, okay. Well, that's something I'll read later. This is. This says it's uh, has airflow. That's important. Yeah. Connect in any order that your heart desires. Plug in. Plug in an HDMI cable and a USB-C power adapter. Turn the switch and the dock on. Turn on the switch and then dock it. If video doesn't, if the video doesn't auto show up on the TV, then press the Switch Hub TV button for two seconds. 
wait three seconds for a video to appear on the TV. Is this stereotypical bite enough? Does that look like a Yes. Okay. <laughs> I took a bite out of the chocolate. So I can take another picture. <laughs> Hope this is riveting for you guys. Alright, so this is just the dock. This doesn't come with a power cable. But that this is it. It comes with a note. Uh oh. There's a lot of stipulations here. Yeah. Does it say 4K? I don't think it does. Oh, no, it doesn't. That's cool. Want to try it? All right. This is actually pretty damn well made. Yeah. Super duper important. Uh-oh. Watch our short video to get started. Really watch it. It'll help you out. Also with benefits. Uh, there's a link to it. Free USB-C cable or 40% off your next Charge N Pro product. Uh, it should come with one. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll try it out and see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, thank you for everything. Yes, everybody. thank you. Anyone and everyone, especially you, Fred. You do not have to get us Call of Duty. Nobody has to send us anything. Yes. But thank you. Um, obviously, our PO box is somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> the only other thing I had to talk about was um, the Mariposa Rabbids director. Yeah. The guy who cried. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the guy with the beard, the Ubisoft guy. Yeah. Your best friend. My best friend. Um, he revealed that he once pitched a Wind Waker GBA port to Ubisoft. I saw that. I thought it was an early screenshot for Minish Cap, which was the GBA game in that art style. Right. Uh, he said, a long time ago, I guess it was the 2007, me and Fabio, whatever his name, but, but 2003. Spaghetti. What did I say? 2007. Why did I say that? I don't know. Something's wrong with me. The, the, me and Fabio, the artist who made the pixel art below, almost convinced our managing director to let us produce a demo for a GBA version of Wind Waker. Oh, so they didn't even pitch it yet. Uh, no luck that time, but it was running nicely. We were dreamers. Crying face emoji, then hard eyes emoji. Looks really cool. Yeah. But there's so much of this stuff that, you know, that we would never see because it just never makes the yeah. of the day. And Nintendo didn't probably didn't want this because they Zelda's a very, you know Yeah. A very uh sacred thing for them and a port of a GBA port of a of a three D game yeah. at the time. That's usually something we see for like Max Payne had yeah. one. Perfect Dark. Yeah. And those types of games and it's like the the, yeah, the no, Zelda they, every the portable ports are always B rate. The Zelda games are always their own thing. They're always another uh, rung on the ladder. So if they're going to re-release a game, they're going to wait till it can be released on a system that can handle it. Mm. So This would be good for a sequel. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. Sure, some of this screen wave chocolate. It's pretty good. Just regular chocolate. Regular chocolate. That's all the stories I had. Do you have anything? I got two things. Hit me with them. Slap me with them. All right. Warm Paramount Studios just set out release dates for a whole bunch of movies based on Hasbro properties. Um, we get a, we're getting a new GI Joe film, uh, March twenty seventh, twenty twenty. Is it a reboot? I have no idea. Okay. Um, after that, Micronauts also in twenty twenty, and then Dungeons and Dragons in twenty twenty one. This is all. 
this is one of those announcements where films have release dates before almost anything else. There's no public word on scripts, directors, and oh only God. a few basic producers are attached at this point. We don't know if this G.I. Joe film will continue the franchise from the past two films or if it will be a reboot. What we do know is that last year, Paramount hired an insane roster of talent to foster some of these stories. And it seems likely that some of what happened there is why these films are now getting release dates. Maybe some of these writers will even move to working on more closely on those individual films. Well, Paramount and Hasbro set up a writer's room mm-hmm. where all they do is try to create a Hasbro cinematic universe to rival Marvel. Yeah, everybody wants to. Yeah. You're not going to do it. No, you're not going to do it. <laughs> as much as I like G.I. Joe, that's not going to do it. Mm. So, good luck. Um, you're going to need it. Other story I had. Um, you do. I'm assuming you don't know who Jim Starlin is. Sounds familiar. You know who Thanos is. Yes. Jim Starlin created Thanos. Oh, okay. Jim Starlin no, no longer wants anything to do with Marvel. Why? Because of that. Because of this. Yeah, okay. Uh, Thanos creator Jim Starlin is parting ways with Marvel. The reason, a recent experience in which he says Marvel knowingly greenlit another comic book story whose plot was too similar to his upcoming Thanos trilogy of graphic novels. Oh. This week, it was reported that Starlin had been removed from his Thanos project after comments he made about the character's future in an interview with comicbookresources.com were somewhat misconstrued. In the interview, Starlin simply said that he understood that Marvel was planning on taking Thanos in a new direction in preparation for his appearance in Infinity War. However, in a lengthy Facebook post yesterday... Starlin further clarified why he was leaving Marvel. Specifically, Starlin explained he had also floated the idea of working on one of the publisher's core Thanos titles, but was turned down. While he understands that Marvel may choose to work with other writers on certain titles, he believes that Marvel did him wrong by essentially letting another writer poach his story that was already in the production process. So basically, he, he was working on a Thanos project, and he had another idea in mind. And Marvel didn't want him to do it, but they're going to let some other creative team do almost the exact same thing. Yeah. With his character. Yeah. Uh, so I can understand him being a little salty about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this has nothing to do with the with the movies. Not necessarily, but uh, Hollywood Reporter points out that Starlin has butted heads with Marvel in the past over his comic book creations. He spoke very openly about not being approached or paid by Marvel for Thanos' inclusion in the original Avengers movie. And the writer has said that his business deals with Warner Brothers uh, for Batman vs. Superman have been remarkably more profitable than any he's had with Marvel Studios. So Sounds like a good reason for him to jump ship. Jim Starlin created the character of KG Beast, who had a minor role in Batman vs. Superman. And he apparently got paid more money for that mm. than he did for all the appearances of Thanos, Gamora, and Drax in the Marvel movies. Damn. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't blame him. For yeah. Wanting to leave. Um, he got the raw deal. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. Marvel like is, is apparently like very like I. This isn't the first I've seen of this. Marvel is not great when it comes to like creator stuff. No, like this. not. <laughs> DC, for Stand what it's late. worth, like is very is a lot better. Like at the end of Justice League, the movie in the credits, there's it it says special thanks and it just lists every single comic book creator who had 
any sort of hand, not in the making of the movie, but in the making of the elements that went into this movie. And they get compensated very well for what they do. I, re- I remember like back in the day, uh, Chuck Dixon got a very large check because the, the motorcycle Robin rides in Batman and Robin was created during his run on Robin, the comic book. Jeez. So, yeah. I still haven't seen Justice League. It's, I do want to see it. <laughs> I mean, you, you probably, probably nobody in theaters right now. You I probably know. go and yeah, probably watch a Star Wars. Yep. So yeah, so that sucks. That this is, looks very bad for Marvel, um, especially if you know Thanos is going to be the villain of the next two Avengers movies. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> and you know that the, his creator, his creator is like not happy with you. But... Seems like Marvel has a history of uh, people just. Taking just stealing credit. Yeah, much. it's it's in their DNA. Or not giving credit where yeah. it's due. Uh, okay. Is yeah, that it? yeah, that's really all I got. Okay. I have something about how headline is just how Ubisoft's Avatar game will differ from the Division. Nope. But I knew there is nothing in that title <laughs> that interests you in the slightest. Nope. Ubisoft Avatar game will differ from the Division. Yeah. What? What? Why would I think that it would be similar to the vision? I, you know why? I know why. <laughs> Every Ubisoft game is the freaking same. That's why. Yeah. There's nothing in in anybody's right mind that would be, oh, Avatar? Yeah, that'll be like the division. That is something that should never come out of people's head. Yeah. But because Ubisoft always makes games that are just like the division or that are just like Watchdog or Ghost Recon or all those freaking games because it's the same freaking game. That's why people are like Avatar, yeah. Ubisoft, the division, it'll be the division. Yeah. Anyway, here's the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week! Tweet of the week! Tweet of the week! Uh, it is by, of course, the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter. And it says, <laughs> Playtime is over! <laughs> I and saw it's that. the meme of the Shadow the Hedgehog cover, and both of his hands are petting two dogs. Also, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to the new meme, Swole Kylo. Have you seen that? Yes. It's, where it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Kylo Ren with his shirt off looking jacked. Yeah. And it's always some sort of meme about him working out or something. Yeah. But they use a really low res JPEG of Kylo Ren shirtless and they stretch it so it looks like <laughs> ridiculous. Did you see the story about how somebody sent that picture to Tony Award winning playwright Lynn Manuel Miranda by accident? No. Somebody just like <laughs> sent this tech they texted him that picture and he's like yeah, I think you got the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, uh, Mr. Brock Rock keeps saying this big news story about Magic Leap announcing their long-awaited AR device. What? What? I'm not a big AR guy. Me neither. Like when Pokemon Go came out, everybody's like, AR is going to be the next big thing. The AR in Pokemon Go, everybody turned it off. It yeah, because it kills your battery. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw a picture of this, but I have no idea what it really is. I think, listen, VR mm-hmm. didn't really work out. <laughs> That's been everybody, very everybody slow. Everybody was like, VR is the thing. That's been very slow to catch on. It didn't really, it didn't really work out. Yeah. People are saying it's, 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 a, it's a, something you got to, it's going to be, you, you got to go to it. It's going to be at, at like uh, resorts and, yeah. and stuff. This looks cool. Yeah, I'm sure it's nice. Uh, 
right, so let's talk to you guys. Leave us. Yeah. Talk to you. Do your spiel. Uh, all right. Now is the time where we go into the chat of last week's Wolf Den Live and answer questions. If you left us a question there, we will also be on Twitter using the hashtag Wolf Den Live. If you ask us a question there. And while we're doing that, guys, start asking your questions in the chat right now. I'm going to pull up last week's Wolf Den Live. I always have to look at the date to make sure. Uh, so on Stig, I heard that with the Fox slash Disney deal, Disney now owns the rights to a Batman TV show. Not only parts of the 1960s and Gotham, but they may be able to make a new show. Discuss. Okay. So he is referring to the fact that 20th Century Fox owns part of the Batman 66 show. Mm-hmm. I don't think they own Gotham. I think they just distribute it. I don't think they're going to make, they would ever make another bat. Like if now that Disney owns that, I don't think they're going to make a Batman show without Warner brothers coming in and being like, Hey, yeah, no. So is, is he thinking that they could do a Batman 66? Like they can own that style of Batman. Well, I don't know because Warner Brothers has been pushing that style of Batman through yeah. like their comics and their yeah. toys and they've released all that. I think Warner Brothers did a lot to get the majority control of that show back. Whatever Fox owned of that, I don't think is enough for Disney to now come out and do their own thing. Yeah, I, uh, that's that seems like they, they don't have a lot of yeah. weight in, in legally. He also says, what lightsaber fight had the best fighting? And what was your favorite one? Mine are the big one in The Last Jedi and the throne room in Return of the Jedi. I think I agree with you completely. Best lightsaber fight. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think The Last Jedi definitely had some good ones. I like the one, you know, the one at the end of The Force Awakens because it was kind of like, it was very rough. It was like some person, it was one person who thought he had a hand on lightsaber and one person who had never used the lightsaber That was really good. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Ray. All of a sudden, like just knowing how to use the lightsaber, you know. But I, I, I'm, I'm willing to cope. Yeah, no, I think it was because it was just like the Force kind of like took over mm-hmm. her in a way. I read somewhere, someone was like, uh, I know this is fan service, but imagine if uh, Ray put uh, Anakin and Luke's lightsabers together and made a duel. That would be funny. Yeah. And I was thinking, she needs a staff lightsaber. That she, makes the most she sense. She uses yeah. a staff. So if she had like a like a like a a dual ended lightsaber, that would be really that would fit her perfectly. Yeah. So Well now she can because she doesn't have a lightsaber. It's true. Get ripped in half. Uh King Monahai, I really have nothing to say, but I want to assure you that I am okay. Okay. <laughs> Augustin Soto says, I think this movie was a mix of five and six. The next one needs to be a movie from scratch, you know, like Rogue One. I definitely did get a big Return of the Jedi vibe from a lot of scenes in this. So I got a little bit of both. Yeah, no, yeah. I think he's right. J.J. Uh, Abrams needs to let go the original trilogy and come up with something that is as epic as I Am Your Father, but completely different. I I, I think that uh, I think he needs to be a little bit closer to not the not the same story of star well, wars but the same feel it needs i to think feel because like the original trilogy you know this movie was the last jedi was about like establishing where star wars needs to go it was about like letting go of the past about mm-hmm. trying to blaze your own trail and i think now that han solo is dead luke skywalker is dead 
Carrie Fisher in IRL is no longer with mm. us. Now is the time to like move away from like the yeah. trappings of the original trilogy and start moving into a completely new direct. They kind of have to by necessity. So I think that um, the Force Awakens and Rogue One did a really good job of feeling like the original trilogy. Yes, and uh, this movie it it did and it didn't. So it, yeah. it didn't do as good of a job, but it it it, it blazed its own trail. I think that. Episode nine needs to blaze its own trail, but feel like the original trilogy. Yeah. So make the story go bonkers. Do whatever you got to do. We'll be fine. But I want it to feel like the original. I'm trilogy. sure. I'm sure. Well, because so far all these movies have, all the Disney Star Wars movies have felt like the original trilogy. Yeah. So as I wouldn't say I, I would say the one that felt the least like the original trilogy is this one. Right. The Last Jedi. But you know, I think. You know, it it felt just enough like it, and then I, to start to add the the new things to it, it didn't feel out of place. I think Rogue One uh, was the most different story. Yes, it was no, absolutely. Yeah. It was in a completely different direction, but somehow still felt so right. Yes, the the, the, the world feel was the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and that is what I want out of Episode Nine. Yeah, I want that. I want it to be different, but but have the same world feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabriel, Bob, any news on the Switch's online services? Nope. <laughs> I can't find any new information. I thought they would start in January. Uh, next year. It's just ambiguous. Yeah. So we have no idea. And the last hashtag, Wolfden Live Mason. What did you think, guys think of Rose kissing Finn? I personally don't like that it happened. It seems very unnecessary considering that he pretty much likes Ray. Secondly, any news or thoughts about the Switch's online service next year? Um I saw somebody else in the chat talking about Rose kissing Finn. Yeah. I think it's totally fine. Yeah, it didn't bother me. Do you think me. it's a race thing? People don't like it because it's a race thing? Maybe. Also, she's not, you know, the most attractive, but... She's the character, not necessarily... No, but in real life she is. Yeah, in real life, in real life she's a very she pretty girl. Yes. Uh, I think it's because she's dorky. Yeah. But I... I like that. I was cool with that. I was yeah, totally I, that it. didn't bother me. I I think it also bothers people because, like he said, Finn and Ray was shaping out to be a thing. I think people are just mad because they've been shipping Finn and Poe for the past two years. Yes. I want Ray to be like Luke, completely celibate. Yeah, <laughs> I want him to have. I want. I want her to not have any love interest. Yeah, I want her to be totally focused on on her on her. You know. Uh, on her goals. Yes. You know? I like that about Star Wars, how it's not a love story. Right. There's you romance know? in it. There is, but it's not the focus. There's not... Yeah. These people aren't romantically charged. Like, yeah. Like a lot of other superhero movies and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I think that... Uh, I Also, it's like Empire. In the very beginning, you see a Luke and Leia thing going on. Yeah. And then by the end of the movie, there's a Leia and Han thing. And that's what happened in this movie. Right. You had a Finn and Ray thing. And at the very end of the movie, there was a Finn and Rose thing. And we don't know where Finn's head is. Yeah. He, he hasn't, his mind isn't made up yet, but I'm totally cool with, with, uh, Ray being alone and yeah. Finn and Rose being a thing. I think that that'd be fine. I'm still holding that hope for Finn and Poe. Because again, Ray, I think needs to be, be like, yeah. Luke. be, be your own person. Uh, that's it for the hashtag. All right. Last week's Wolf Done Live. Flaming Blue Skull. I think a Cartoon Network cinematic universe, if done well, could be fantastic. Just think of live action Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. No. Kids Next Door, Foster's Home. As long as they don't Hollywood it up. I don't want 
that's live action anything from that because it's cartoon network <laughs> none of that sounds like a good idea flaming blue skull i'm sorry you were gonna... i mean they could do a uh universe that is through the tv shows yeah there's some crossover through they've the done TV some shows. video games like that totally cool with yeah. that but no live action nothing mm-hmm. out of that i don't want any live action anything uh Trevor Grover, wow, PUBG for Xbox looks like unacceptable trash. Also, a team of five-year-olds wrote the Jurassic Park series. <laughs> uh, PUBG on Xbox. I yeah. played it on Sunday. Really fun. Yeah. Looks terrible. <laughs> Plays terribly. It is so hard to aim. <laughs> it is... Every button just it feels so wrong. You have to hold X to uh, to reload. Yeah. You have to hold it. Okay. <laughs> um, getting in and out of vehicles. There's a different button to get in that there is to get out. Oh, that would just piss me <laughs> off. It's so weird, but it's so... We had a lot of fun streaming it. The the uh, archive is... Uh, if you go to our, our main channel page and go all the way to Bob, you'll see the archive. So, it, it was so what you're saying is you agree that it is a Game of the Year nominee? Yes. Wow. Uh, I think that... The, again, the problem is uh, – uh, my opinion on that is unchanged. It, right. it's, it sets a bad precedent, but it, it meant so much for the gaming mm-hmm. world this year that it needed to be nominated. Uh, you miss Brooks saying congrats on finding that Mario cereal. Oh, I did. Thank you, Brooks. That was a joke because we didn't find I it. I know. Still looking. Uh, Scott says, uh, if you've never seen a baby used as a battery, you should watch this movie, The Matrix. The first one's pretty good. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, that's true. They do use humans as batteries. Not babies. Those are, yeah, no, there's a baby. They, oh, do you see a baby? Yeah, you see a baby. I don't remember seeing it. Yeah. The movie's like 20 but years old. you know, they're like holding it and it's in a thing. We also yeah, don't no. even know if it's a battery. It just looks like it's a battery. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Um. Why is it? Oh, he screenshotted the hashtag. Yeah. Uh, Fibro Stunna thumbnail art looks great, Bob. It was nice to see your process. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Jason Booker, if you want to make more sense of Death Stranding, check up on Lovecraft stuff. Kojima working with Guillermo del Toro likely exposed him to Lovecraft themes, which look which this looks heavily inspired by specifically the story Dagon. Um, are you familiar with the works of H.P. Lovecraft? Uh, only that he did Cthulhu. Yeah. Like I'm, I know him through other things. Yeah. Um, apparently he created the name Arkham. Arkham Asylum is derived from one of his stories. Really? Yes. Um, and one of my favorite games, Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem, is just one big Lovecraft reference. The whole game. Hmm. So, play that. The game's awesome. Tommy Rojas says, "Will, bro, get on Wildstorm. It's awesome. I, I want to. That's that's apparently supposed to be really good. But it's gonna be twenty four issues. So, is it is it a DC series? Yeah, it's called it's called the Wildstorm, ah. and it's all about rebooting the Wildstorm universe. That's crazy. Yeah, I want to read this whole uh, Batman Superman." Batman and Catwoman, Superman and Lois. Oh, yeah. I got to catch up on that. That just looks... I want to read that. Oh, my God. That looks so good. So, spoilers. It looks... But, but, you know, I haven't read it. So, this is what interested me. Batman gets engaged to to Catwoman. Yes. And he doesn't tell uh, Clark 
and Clark is really upset about that. And they, it looks like they go on like double dates. Yeah. And there's all this awkward like human hijinks. Yeah. It, it, it looks really good. I've only seen some clips through like Reddit. <coughs> Simone Stig. Superman, Leia, and The Last Jedi sucked. She should have used the force to stop herself from getting sucked out of the ship. Then she's still injured from the explosion and is exhausted from using the force. I liked I liked ours better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree that it was stupid. It's just animated. Um, not the best. Yeah, I'm cool with her. It looks like he's cool with her having the force too. Right. I just think it should have been subtle. More subtle. And he agrees that it should be more subtle. Uh, Charlie, before I said Bob went full retard. I don't know what that was about. This, uh, Mr. Brockerock in response to Simone's sake, but then you can't sell Leia Superman two pack toys. I mean, and really, <laughs> that's what we want. Uh, Daddy Sports says, yeah, they use liquefied babies to feed the adults and use them as human batteries slash power sources. Is that the Matrix? you're talking about or is that uh, uh do they liquefy the babies in the matrix if they do that sounds like an animatrix thing that's yeah. like something they would actually say in the movie yeah uh i should rewatch the reverse matrix is a good movie it is everything after that not so much it wasn't good but i enjoyed that series yeah like it, it wasn't those last two movies were were weren't the best but no i, I liked parts whole, of it yeah. yeah i like that world yeah you know? uh jordan says poe has romance with bb8 i heard that too yeah oh viper also says let's be honest here poe's real love is bb8 yeah bb8 was great in this one yes of course apparently bb8 is the one who says i have a bad feeling about this oh yeah yeah what is it like in a subtitle somewhere we're gonna no say? but like in his speech in the beginning he says i have a bad feeling about this what do you like you hear it well no but like uh, ryan johnson said like yeah no bb8 says it because apparently whenever he beeps he's like he has dialogue they just don't subtitle like chewbacca he doesn't, doesn't sub subtitle. right 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 like they give it they give it to uh bill Hader. yeah and he makes the beeps that yeah, he thinks yeah. will be the closest to that uh okay we'll take a, like two more Okay. Uh, Mr. Brock Rock, how do you think they will handle Leia in the next movie? Will it be an off-movie death? I'm concerned. I think Leia will be in it for a decent chunk of it. I think it's going to start with her funeral. Really? Yeah. Because they've talked about it before and they said... Uh, they said they're not going to recast. They're not going to use a CGI replacement. Yeah. So I don't think... They didn't talk about how she's going to be in it? Oh, no. they didn't say that she's going to be in it? Because I no. thought they said... No, they said it, originally it was going to be... She was going to be a focus of it. Like a main focus of it. Um, Not anymore. I think it'd be super weird. I, I, I don't want them to... You, to I wouldn't want them to uh, make her death affect where they wanted to take the series. Well, the thing is... I think you can you can do that, you can acknowledge her death, but at the same at the same time go in a direction like you can still as you do if you acknowledge her death early enough, if you start with the funeral, then the next scene would be what do we do now? We move on. That's what she would have wanted, and then you go right into what the story was going to be. 
So I don't like that because it, it it's still that that funeral scene would still be a very important part. You know, it's it would right. still be it would still change well, things. You can't ignore it completely because she no. survived the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So if she survived the last Jedi, why isn't she going to be in Episode Nine? Like, where is yeah, she yeah, during yeah. all well, this? You're assuming that she's just not going to be in it. Yeah. I think she's going to be in it. I think they're going to do something. No, I don't think they would. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how they would. because If they're not going to CGI and they're not going to recast. They would have to use footage that they had already. But I don't know. I don't know what they do. They're smart people. They'll yeah. figure it out. It's going to be good, no matter mm-hmm. what they do. <laughs> uh, uh, Brandon, I feel like there was a little too much comedy in this Star Wars. Felt like the prequels. I think it felt like the prequels for other reasons. I didn't think there was as much comedy in this as there was in The Force Awakens. I felt like whatever comedy was there. Droid, please. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like only half as much comedy worked in this movie than it did in The Force Awakens. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I think all the comedy in The Force Awakens worked. Except for Droid, please. Even that. (laughs) But only, like, say half the jokes worked in The Last Jedi. I think there was just a lot of stuff in The Last Jedi. There was a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they packed a lot of stuff in. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the humor is what made it like the prequels, but yeah. uh, I think there was other things, like the like the a big focus on the creatures, a big focus on a lot of CG elements and that were a little weird and like out of place. Yeah. And uh, Canto Bite. Uh, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. Oh, Don Draper says time skip. I don't know what he's referring to, but it reminded me, Star Wars uh, does has just no regard for physics or the way the, the universe works. Yeah. So, like, there's parts where people are in space uh, not being sucked out into a vacuum, being able to breathe and not mm-hmm. turning to boiling hot skin messes. You yeah. Know? Uh, there is no time dilation at all. So when, uh, in The Force Awakens, when... Uh, the the laser blows up all the planets uh they see it in real time yeah also uh light speed doesn't affect time at all all this stuff but yeah. i'm cool with that yeah i don't know what space is like yeah <laughs> so i'm cool with whatever they want to do with that and that's it yep do your spiel guys thank you for being here thank you for watching us thank you for chatting with us as always wolfden live is every single Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for whatever reason, we always put an archive version of it up on YouTube the next day, Thursday, for you to watch on demand when you want. And nice little bonus thing for you. If you'd rather listen to the show instead of watch it, like maybe you want to do it on your drive to work or on the bus or whatever, we have this as an audio podcast up on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So check us out at any of those places. And if you do, be sure to rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. That reminds me. I forgot to do a local recording again. <laughs> that means he has to download the audio of YouTube. It's going to take a while. And Thanks, guys. Uh, follow. Go over to twitch.tv slash bobwolf where I will draw the thumbnail just like I do every week. And this week I'm probably going to try to be quick because I got a lot of shit to do. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Oh, also, there'll be no stream this Sunday because it's Christmas Eve. Yes.
Usually I stream a game that won't yeah. be that. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.